The Justice Department searched President Biden's beach house yesterday. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, February 2nd. It's also Groundhog Day. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Officials in Delaware were looking for more classified documents, but they didn't find any. So far, they've been found in President Biden's other home and his private office. Former President Donald Trump is also being investigated for his handling of classified material. There are key differences between the two cases, though, including that Trump resisted turning them over. Number two, an emotional funeral was held for Tyree Nichols yesterday. Family members, friends, and dignitaries gathered at a church in Memphis to remember the 29-year-old father. The service happened just days after video of him being beaten by police was released. Nichols' sister, Kiana Dixon, spoke at the funeral about how Nichols loved his cartoons and bowls of cereal as a kid, and about how his character was on display, even in the horrific moments shown in the police video. I see the world showing him love and fighting for his justice. But all I want is my baby brother back. And even... In his demise, he was still polite. He asked him to please stop. He was still the polite young man that he always was. He asked him to please stop. And they did it. And that's why my family will never be the same. And I will just always love my baby brother forever. Thank you. Vice President Kamala Harris and the Reverend Al Sharpton also spoke at the service. They urged Congress to pass a policing law that would ban certain forms of force and would help track problematic officers. Number three, a deadly ice storm is causing chaos in Texas and states across the South. Over 350,000 customers in Texas didn't have power yesterday. Thousands of flights were canceled, and at least seven people died in traffic accidents since Monday. The region has been getting hit with freezing rain, which forms a dangerous, invisible icy glaze on roads and other surfaces. It's almost over, though. The last wave will make its way across Texas, Arkansas, and Tennessee today, with possible snow in central Texas. Number four, videos show evidence of a violent crackdown on protests in Iran. This is coming out of a new Washington Post analysis that shows arbitrary arrests, indiscriminate beatings, and in some cases, civilians being shot. The country is four months into a nationwide uprising. The protests were initially sparked by the death of a 22-year-old woman named Masa Amini. She was in the custody of what's known as the morality police. My colleagues here looked at more than 100 videos and photographs. They interviewed eyewitnesses and human rights observers and reviewed other data to understand what's really been happening on the ground there. The project is worth your time. You can find it through the link that's in our show notes.
Number five, the College Board changed its new AP African-American Studies course. The class explores Black history and culture without shying away from topics like race and racism. It's gotten some backlash from Florida's Republican governor. In the final framework released yesterday, mentions of certain left-leaning figures, like the political activist Angela Davis, were removed. But the College Board denied watering anything down. The course should be widely available to high schools in 2024. Number six. Yesterday was a big day for fans of the Queen Bee. I gotta say, I really, really love that song. Beyonce announced a world tour for her album Renaissance. This will be her first solo tour since 2016. It kicks off in Stockholm in May and moves to the U.S. in July. It'll end on September 27th with a concert in New Orleans. Ticketmaster is selling the tickets, which has some fans a little worried. You might remember that the site had a meltdown in November over the huge demand for Taylor Swift's tour. End at number seven. Workers across the world are pushing for the right to disconnect. Several countries, mostly in Europe, have laws that block bosses from contacting workers after hours or on weekends. And now Kenya could soon join them. The idea isn't getting much traction here in the U.S., though. Experts say that's mainly for political reasons, including a myth that a comfortable work life would make workers lazy. And just like that, you're all caught up. And oh, by the way, you can now ask your Amazon smart speaker to play the show. Just ask the one who will not be named here to play the seven or the seven podcast. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.